Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Five, three, To be a mountaineer wherever you may be. From the home of the state's land grant institution, inside the Health Plan Studios, in the Dale B. Miller Building in Morgantown, it's time for the state's most listened to sports talk show. This is the CityNet Statewide Sports Line. CityNet, go with the experts that know. And now, across the state of West Virginia and beyond, Sports Line is on the air. Our Tuesday night edition of the show rolls in. Hi, everybody. Good evening and welcome. It is the CityNet Statewide Sports Line on this 11th day of April 2023. We appreciate you joining us. The Senator Brad Howe is here. Coach Hunter is here. Coming up on our program tonight, we'll be talking to former Mountaineer turned head football coach Anthony Becht. He's rolling along with St. Louis and the XFL, and he joins us tonight. Three wins in a row for the Battle Hawks. They got a hopping great attendance in their last game, calling fake punts, throwing the ball to Gary Jennings. Outstanding. Can't wait to catch up with Anthony. Yeah, so we'll chat with Anthony. We talked with him a while back when he just when the announcement first came out that he was going to be the head coach of this franchise. And for those of you that follow, obviously St. Louis has always felt uh, that they got jobbed, for lack of a better word. Uh, when the Rams left and headed headed out. And so as a result of that, they have passion for the game of football and they want to show people that they deserve to have big boy football. And while the XFL isn't the NFL, they are showing support. They're getting in the mid-30s, 30,000-plus-ish. And so uh, Anthony's group is doing well. And as Brad said, they had a, a third victory in a row this weekend, included a fake punt reception for former Mountaineer Gary Jennings. What did we say, Greg? 64 yards, I believe, yes. was it was a long one. And it was a nice fake. I mean, it, it wasn't a traditional <laughs> – I mean, I guess no tr- fakes are truly traditional, but this had a little different look to it. What do you mean of, by that? Like a little skinny post from the slot. I mean – it, and we'll it was Anthony. wide open. We'll ask Anthony Yeah, about yeah. yeah. Diagram that, that up. Where'd that he, come from? Did he diagram it, or did he have one of his assistants? And did know, he pencil? call it? Did he give the code red? Yeah. Or somebody else? Special teams coach? How'd that work? Can't wait to find out. I would. Yeah, I would like to know that. I need some details on it. 
Speaking of former Mountaineers, Alec Manoa, the former Mountaineer pitcher, is on the hill this evening. He'll try to go to 2-0 on the young season. His uh, strikeout proposition tonight was 6.5 is what we said? Up to 6.5. It was 5.5 the first two weeks. Moved up to 6.5 against the lowly Detroit Tigers who strike out a bunch. And as we speak, the WV baseball team is playing its non-conference game of the week. They're in State College taking on the Nittany Lions of Penn State. Game began about 10 minutes ago, 6 o'clock start, and the uh, world champion Mountaineers already leading by a score of one to nothing. Yeah, J.J. Weatherholt, as you would expect, the guy hitting over 450, uh, leads off the game with a ground rule double. Oh, book rule, um, book rule double, yeah. And driven in by the next batter, Dane Leonard, singles him in to give West Virginia a one nothing lead. Inning has ended now, so Nittany Lions up to bat in State College. Good guys up one nothing. We'll keep you updated on that. Busy, important weekend for the Mountaineer baseball team coming up because now they're going to go on the road and play at Oklahoma State. Three-game series, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And obviously, those are, those are, tough, those are tough games. And so you try to get uh, – this is big. This is important. Then they'll come back and try to complete the Ironside Trophy victory when they uh, go to Pittsburgh next week to try to secure the old Ironside. Is that what it's called? That was way, way back when. The traveling trophy between Pitt, Penn State, and West Virginia. Baseball only? No, it was football. Really? Yeah. This was, I Never think, heard that. Yeah, well, What's I it called? The Ironside. It was like a three Like Raymond Burr, yeah. the old show, Ironside? Yeah, like a three I've, I've seen pictures of it. Of course, it pretty much just had permanent residence <laughs> at Penn State. So I think they eventually lost it and said, ah, you know, we'll just keep it for perpetuity. Because it, I mean, I, I don't remember it ever being in play, right? And we so need to investigate like that because that 40s, obviously, 50s, 60s. that comes back this fall then, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. At least for West Virginia. Yeah. We so that, I, I, all my years, I've never heard of it, the Ironside Trophy. Mm-hmm. Why have I never heard of that? I don't know. And when was You're it? You're too young. When was it? <laughs> what, did they shelve it a long time ago? Yeah, I, again, my... I'm not say lifetime, but certainly in my memory, going back to the mid '70s, I don't remember okay. being okay, you know, given out at that point. But prior to then, we'll have to call the his, the historian of West Virginia University. Sure, Yep, John Antonin. Exactly, John well, will know. I just hope he's not busy with his records. He won't answer the phone <laughs> if he's playing those records. But I had never heard of that. Obviously. Before West Virginia, Pitt, or Penn State belonged in a conference, you played for the Lambert Trophy. Mm-hmm. That was for East Eastern dominance in football. And that used to be something. I mean, the Lambert Trophy was like a real deal. It wasn't like, you know, some non-big – it wasn't that it was just a blow-off trophy. You played for the Lambert Trophy. That was a real thing that you wanted. Eastern football supremacy, and West Virginia won it. In 88. And it was a big deal. And it was a big old trophy. It oh, was, absolutely. That it was, was It huge. was like a big old honking trophy. So you think Penn State lost the Ironside trophy? I believe so. They misplaced it? Well, I think they just had it so often. Uh, I did a little internet search. Here is a picture of Art Pappy Lewis uh, with the Ironside trophy. So I you're mean, in the, you're in the, you're and in it's the, huge. 
Yeah. Well, it was it big? Yeah, it was big. I mean, this thing's like three feet tall. Well, something named Ironside. I would hope yeah. it would be. Yeah. Can't have a little thing. Lambert Trophy was big. Oh, absolutely it was. You know, when you weren't in the league, that's what you played for, yes. right? I mean, yeah. getting to a bowl was uh, obviously sort of the king of the hill when you were an independent. But that, the, I mean, yeah, that's what you played for. But the Ironside Trophy was out there. And I, I'll try to find when the last time it was given. I, I can't see it. Like, it was a big deal because Mickey Fafari said so. Yeah. Like, those guys, the old school sports writers – like that was that was the prize that you wanted. Like that Lambert Trophy was a big deal. They wrote about the Lambert Trophy. There was Lambert Trophy voting every week during the season. Who's leading in the Lambert Trophy voting? It was a big. It was the big deal. Back when you had agate on yeah. the uh, on the sports pages, you'd go through and they'd have the little box. Yeah, here's right the Lambert voting the, right next to the top twenty because there it wasn't is. top twenty five at that yeah. point. Oh, good job! Is that the Ironside? That is the Ironside. Well, that looks like Pappy Ironside. Lewis. If you're if you're joining us on the video stream, Pappy Lewis on the right. I'm not sure who's on the left. A trophy holder. Yeah. How about that? How about yeah. Five gold stars to our producer, Taylor. I mean, we just started talking about the iron side out of the blue, and he pops up with that picture. He's good. You yeah. know him. Well, I wouldn't go that far. But anyway, he popped up <laughs> uh, He popped up with the uh, with the picture. All right, stay with us. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk more Mountaineer football, not the Lambert Trophy, not the Ironside Trophy, but we're going to talk about Anthony Becht and the trophy that they're searching for in the XFL with the Battlehawks. Anthony Becht's on deck. Stay with us. More coming up. If you'd like to join us, our text line is open at 304-TALK-304. That's 304-TALK-304. More heading your way here. City Net, statewide sports line. Quitters don't win unless you're talking about tobacco, cigarettes, chew, and vaping. All are bad for your health. Regardless of what they say, Raids is working hard across West Virginia to clear the air when it comes to lies about big tobacco. Start a raise crew and spread the word to help others kick the habit. Call 1-800-QUIT-NOW or visit razewv.com for more information. What is community risk reduction, or CRR as you've probably heard it? Community risk reduction means checking your smoke alarms to make sure they're working properly. It means having a plan in case of an emergency. It means being vigilant and checking on your neighbors. Community risk reduction is not a new program. It's a mindset change. If it's predictable, it's preventable. The CRR approach increases public safety because of the collective work with the community to understand, assess, and provide inclusive solutions to community safety issues. Brought to you by the Office of the State Fire Marshall. Right now is PEIA open enrollment, but did you know you have options when selecting your PEIA coverage? The health plan is a West Virginia-based option and has been the most trusted carrier for over 40 years. With the popular $0 cost for routine lab work at all participating LabCorp locations and the use of telemedicine through Healthiest You, there are three plans to choose from. Make the health plan your choice. Remember, you have a choice with PEIA. Choose the health plan. Log on to healthplan.org for more information. 
A lifetime warranty for your RV? Yes, Burdett Camping Center has West Virginia's only RV warranty for life. The warranty with no deductible, no maximum term, and it pays 100% of all parts and labor. Just buy your new RV from Burdett Camping. The warranty is totally free, and it covers everything from brake and suspension systems to AC, appliances, and even door handles. True peace of mind forever. Don't throw your money away. Get RV warranty for life only at Burdett Camping Center. BurdettCamping.com glad I'm home. Oh no, I forgot the milk, bread, the kids' notebooks, and all of this stress has given me a headache. Guess I'd better add Tylenol to that list. Ever find yourself in that situation? Call Fruth Pharmacy. Fruth has improved online ordering. Every item has an image and a clear description so you can see, search, and know exactly what you're getting. Fruth also has curbside pickup. Visit our website or give us a call and we'll get your items ready and bring them out to your car. Let us help ease the stress and the headaches. Fruth, your hometown family pharmacy. Live from the Health Plan Studios, the CityNet Statewide Sports Line returns in two minutes on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Metro News this morning, the biggest stories from around the state of West Virginia. When you want them. Brought to you by Burdett Camping Center. Chris Lawrence at the Anchor Desk. We're ready to get your day started in West Virginia with all the information you need. Carrie Hudasek brings you the day's headlines. State Attorney General Patrick Morrissey says the state has settled with e-cigarette maker Juul for just under $8 million over unfair marketing tactics. Morrissey claims Juul targeted underage users by using influencers and celebrities to promote their products, especially on social media. Kyle Wiggs at the sports desk. After the Easter break, the Mountaineers are back on the practice field. Coach Neil Brown. Now we've had some snap issues. It's repetition. It's all it's all repetition. And so, you know, we work exchanges the very first five minutes of practice every time we practice, regardless of what gear we're in. And Hoppy Kerchival's daily commentary. Metro News this morning. Brought to you by Burdett Camping Center. Listen where you get your favorite podcasts and online at WVMetroNews.com. Weekdays at 3 on Hotline, we talk about what you're talking about in sports, popular culture, tech, and more. We pepper our daily lineup with renowned local and national guests with authoritative perspectives on a wide variety of topics from high school sports to Hollywood and the financial markets. Every day, Coop and I have irreverent discussions with you using texts and tweets, plus our exclusive content like the question of the day in or out in Beer Friday. Metro News Hotline, weekdays on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. What you need to know today is just a click away. WVMetroNews.com has the latest statewide news stories from the capital city to your hometown. Follow your favorite sports teams from high school to the pros. Hunting and fishing information is always on the outdoors page. And never miss your favorite Metro News program with live streams and archived episodes. Wherever you are in the mountain state, the information you need is at WVMetroNews.com. Welcome back, everybody. Sitting at Statewide Sports Line. This is Slayer. And what better music? It's kind of a non-traditional bumper music there for you. Yeah. What, what better music for this guy? He's slaying the XFL right now. The head coach of the St. Louis Battlehawks, Anthony Becht, former Mountaineer standout, joins us. Good evening, sir. 
Tony, what's up, guys? How we doing today? We're well. Congratulations, man. We've had fun watching you. A lot of fun watching you. Six and two overall, two and one at home, four and one on the road, four and one on the road, and uh, you're just a game away from first place. You got to be having fun, huh? Yeah, this is uh, this has been great. You know, humbling experience for me. Uh, you know, becoming a head coach in a professional football league. You know, we talked about this I think prior to the season, but. Um, you know, just uh, a lot of anxiety for me to do it right, to do it correctly, to do it the way that, you know, I kind of envisioned it. And also, guys, to have success doing it. You know, I didn't want to get into this thing like, hey, guess what? I'm a head coach. Like, I'm in it to win it. And um, our team has been fantastic. Uh, High-character players, really good players. We have a lot of talent, guys that actually are going to play at the next level, which is exciting. And uh, like you said, you know, we're uh, – we're a game away. We win this week. Uh, we are in the playoffs. We clinch a playoff spot, and then ultimately our goal is to win the championship, and um, that would be awesome. But, uh, you know, so far so good. It's been uh, it's been really fun. So when you embark on something like this, you run it through your head a bunch as to how you think it's going to be, and then as you just alluded to, then it's different than you think it's going to be. What's been What's been the biggest thing that you didn't properly think through once it started you know i mean honestly you know i I put a lot of time into just thinking about all those things i think the biggest thing that everyone was telling me getting into this is like you're dealing with other things outside of football and quite frankly that's something for me that i kind of prepared uh, up to this point for being with my you know, responsibilities with helping guys transition and just dealing with day-to-day potential issues of former players. Um, you know, my office door is always open, and I'm constantly just, you know, dealing with, you know, whatever problem, issue, things that are going on with players and coaches and the team and, and travel and operations and anything that, you know, comes your way. You know, that's a part of the circle of head coaching and being a CEO of kind of the of the team. So, um, you know, I don't know if anything surprised me. I, I think that I really tried to like think about every scenario as far as non-football things that could potentially come up, even the extreme things. I mean, all the way to, you know, unfortunately, you know, it's, you know, one of our, um, our trainers had passed away this season. Just, you know, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with the team and, and just the people around you and uh, that are grieving and, and understand the human side and, and, and really kind of, you know, embellish everything. I think for me, you know, with all the coaching that I've received in my career from great ones, uh, individually, head coaches, you know, GM, whoever that may be over the course of time, I've learned something from everyone. And, uh, you know, for me, I feel like, okay, well, I can be a little bit of this person, that person, this person, but, you know, can I also be someone that someone can come in and, and, and just talk about something that's on their mind? You know, the human side. I was a player. You know, sometimes you're just around as such football 24 seven, I take time to, for my players to, to make sure they're doing okay. You know, I, I read a room. Well, I can see a guy just visually just doesn't look good or right. I'll pull them in, pull them to the side of practice, bring them in the office, just make sure they're good, man. So I think that just goes a long way into trying to, you know, just provide yourself the best atmosphere, the best team possible. And, you know, the, these guys ultimately make me look as good as I can. I mean, you know, your players make the coaches. I mean, that's just what it is. And, and these guys have really performed well, and I'm proud of them. 
So, Anthony, in watching this, I've been really impressed by the you know the play throughout the league, and certainly with you guys. You were an assistant in a, in a previous iteration of this league a couple of years ago. Are you surprised by the talent level that's in this league, or or it? I mean, maybe I'm I'm reading it wrong. Is it as good as you thought? Better, worse? What do you think? I always was a fan of the, of the talent and the actual football side of the spring leagues. Um, you know, our team in particular and just the teams we played against, the talent's been really good. I mean, there are players on our team we feel really good about that should get invites to training camps and hopefully make that, that uh, you know, maybe not roster but practice well, whatever it may be, to get back to their goal or get to their goal. Um, you know, my goal is to, you know, day one I told our guys, I want every one of our players to graduate and go to the NFL. That's my goal. I'd like to get a whole new team if I can. If I can't, we bring them back. We continue to work. Uh, the game around them, they all have holes to be filled, and uh, it starts with a great coaching staff. You know, my staff, to me, I will put my staff up against any staff professionally that's out there. I found really good teachers. I found really good experienced coaches, uh, players that have Super Bowl rings, former players that have Super Bowl rings, excuse me, coaches that have Super Bowl rings, uh, tenured coaches, and, and, and great communicators. So uh, if you can learn the quarterback position from an offensive coordinator that played quarterback – uh, and understands the game, has real snaps in the NFL, but yet can communicate it and bring it to the level so that you can learn something and take something from it and you can help them moving forward. Those are the kind of people I wanted on my staff. And those are the things you see how you can be a better team because of the people that are in place to do those things. And that really for us is what's worked well and helped fill some of that, you know, cluttered that whole area in some of these players and really kind of help them perform at a better level. We're talking with Anthony Becht, head coach, St. Louis Battlehawks. Let's talk about the on-field stuff for a minute because it sounds like you've got the off-field stuff handled really well. But the on-field stuff is going going fantastically well at the same time. Coach Nealon always used to say one of the jobs or the main job of the head coach was to coach the coaches. So how's that part been? You said you love your staff. You're coaching the coaches. Yeah. you got in-game management. How's that been? Your, your energy on the sideline has been fantastic. Yeah, I better shut my office door so my coaches don't hear me talk about it. But, yeah, yeah, you do have to manage a lot of that. I mean, look, we, we have some fiery, energetic discussions, meetings. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's what makes, you know, the, the experience that we have, have great. And sometimes you feel like it's like, man, it's, it's a bad thing. But sometimes it's like, okay, guys need to get stuff off their chest. You know, everybody knows a way of doing a certain thing, a certain play, a certain rally, a certain concept. Um. I'll tell you the, the one thing that I've taken, you know, honestly, because of me, it was very important for me uh, to be on top of it and be correct as much as possible is the in-game management, uh, clock, situation, score, when what we do after we score a touchdown. To me, you know, as a non-play calling head coach, that is singularly my job to make sure everybody's on the same page and we're moving forward in the right direction and getting that right when the timeout needs to be called. You know, when those areas in the game, we have to do a fake punt or something like that. So um, I take a lot of pride in that. I'm constantly thinking, looking at the scoreboard time, how many timeouts, looking ahead if I can. What if they score? If they don't, if they get a field goal, if we get a field goal, if we score and they get a field goal, how can we put ourselves in position to always be in the game to win or continue to keep the lead moving forward? Um, and even all the way down to the play clock, you know, our quarterback's awesome. You know, A.J. McCarron can handle a lot of things. He can handle the play clock. He has awareness. But if it's one time he misses it and it goes to zero, that's on me. So I constantly, hey, tell the O.C., clock, clock. He knows, brings the information to the quarterback, 
and we get it off. So if you're not doing those things as a non-playing head coach, then quite frankly, you're cheating the job. And I've watched and covered, you know, 200 plus games. I played in 200 games. I've seen it lose and win games and you've got to be on it. So situationally, I've been in it. Situationally, I've critiqued it as a broadcaster. And now when you're in it live, you want to get it right and make sure you know, you do the best you can to give your team a, a chance to win. I don't want to be a situation where I get on the podium and say, that's me. I lost the game because I did something. So these guys work too damn hard on the field, right, to, for me to go up there and not know how to handle a situation. So I take pride in that, but I also it, it gives me that anxiety every, every week because I want to make sure I'm on it. So how would you grade yourself as far as in-game decision-making <laughs> goes to this point? Oh, man, I, you know what? I, you're never perfect, right? I mean, because yeah, that would be out, out of the out of the realm. But I would say, you know, I, I, right now in A, just because of the fact that you know I we haven't lost anything because of of game management yet. So um, again, try to be realistic with it. I mean, if you're not getting an A, then you know you're not doing your job, right? In my opinion, because you need that kind of an effort to to make sure your team's in a position uh, to win. So. Um, you know, like I said, there's going to be situations that come up that I'm going to be in for the first time, uh, and I got to make sure I'm on it. So, you know, I have experience on my staff. I'm not afraid to talk to my guys and pull them aside and say, okay, this is what I'm thinking. You back this up or don't. And I want them to tell me right. yes or no or what they think. So, uh, you know, communication is always huge. You know, you can't have a lot, too much pride in this, uh, in this business. You mentioned as a broadcaster you worked over 200 games. You played over 200 games, uh, college, NFL. You also were into just various other media things. But that coaching wick has always been flickering for you. Now that you're fully ensconced in it, is this your happy place? Do you ask your, Do you tell yourself now, the days are going by quickly, and so as a result, I don't even know what time it is. I'm just so into this. Is this the thing? I'll tell you, man, I am in a great place. Um, you know, I, I'm doing something that I'm passionate about. Uh, you know, I can oversee something. I'm in charge, but I also, again, being a part of this family, this team, and behind this organization in the spring to help players, give them, pass on the knowledge, and help them pursue their dreams – and then I can go home in the, in the winter and the fall and and still, you know, I can sit in the bleachers and watch my son at Iowa State play ball and watch his career. I mean, what better scenario can you have? So, um, you know, I don't know where the future will lie with this coaching deal, but I'm all in right now. I love it. I'm passionate about it. You know, I don't have any aspirations to do anything else except what I'm doing now. And uh, I, I just, again, I know getting this position, uh, there's a lot of, excellent candidates out there that that had an opportunity that could have gotten this and i just want to make sure i do it right because i owe it to those folks that maybe either doubt it or questioned it or you know hey promoted it as far as you know this is a great idea so i owe it to our owners uh for making the decision and you know every single week we go out there and i just try to you know do my best and and be at my best and help others so uh, it's been great, man. I love it. I, I I am in my happy place. It's that happy Gilmore when he's having that dream the first yeah. time and he's riding a little tricycle and all, everything's good, right? So the other dream hasn't come yet, so that's good. So we keep the positive, the positive dream. But it it is pretty cool, man. I, I again, it's and I think my wife enjoys her vacation right now. You know, she's home. You know, my my daughter's. Uh, you know, she's going to college next year, and you know, so. 
she's kind of in a happy place as well, probably even more happier <laughs> if you asked her. So uh, it's pretty cool. So I'm going to ask you about a few individual battle hawks with West Virginia ties, two of them yeah. receivers, George Campbell and Gary Jennings, but also a third. I'm trying to read tea leaves here. I looked at your staff. Is the Mark Lee, who's your assistant coach, Morgantown's own Mark Lee? It is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, me and Mark have been connected since he was a GA under Don Neon with the tight ends. And uh, we've connected and stayed uh, c- close all the way for the last, whatever it's been, what, 25 years. Uh, you know, to me, Mark got into coaching right out of uh, uh, of college. And, you know, he put himself around some folks that, quite frankly, just didn't really get to where he wanted to go. And I just felt like he's somebody that deserved an opportunity to be in those positions and uh, you know, we've kept that relationship. He's been awesome. He's an offensive assistant. He pretty much helps with everything we need uh, with our coordinator, Bruce Gukowski. As far as our West Virginia players, they've been awesome, man. Gary Jennings, is uh, he's a stud now. I mean, uh, arguably one of the better, more exciting offensive just playmaking scores the last three weeks of the league. Every time he's touched the ball, he's made something happen. He, he had that punt fake catch and that speed that everybody's kind of seen on social uh, getting us a touchdown and getting us back in that game last week against Vegas. But, uh, you know, he's a player to me that's just grown so much as a route runner because he gets to learn from Ricky Pro, who I think is arguably the best receiver coach, um, you know, in football. And I'm just glad to have him. All our guys have excelled. It's one of our strongest, deepest groups. And Gary's been a big part of his his, his thing. I mean, you know, it's like, you look at all these teams, they play guys, and we have so many good skill position players, it's hard to find places for these guys to, to, uh, you know, to really fit them in. And when their chances come, they take advantage of it. And, and George has been uh, great as well. You know, here's a guy at 6'4", he's got great speed, awesome hands, the ultimate team guy, and uh, you know, d- never complains about reps or anything. But when he's in there, man, he's caught touchdowns and done really good things for us uh, to help us along the season. But one thing about both of those guys that makes them special and helps them, you know, show what they're all about is the fact that they excel in special teams. Gary Jennings has been arguably our best special teams player every week of the season. And uh, for him, who's been, who's already been drafted, been in the league, had that taste, you know, for him to get back in, he understands how that, that priority starts. And he stood out every single week with us. Uh, and our special teams unit has been, if not the best uh, every week. So uh, that's where the eyeballs start for a lot of these players, and they all want to play it. We have a great coach in Tory Woodbury, one of my former teammates uh, with the Jets way back when. But uh, both of those guys have done great. And, again, we just we feel good about our talent. And, and uh, right now we're just trying to stay healthy and, and make this, this last push here to get us where we need to be. We know you've got film to watch here, so we'll get you out of here shortly. But we have to talk about that fake punt you just brought up a second ago. That that wasn't just a conversion there. That goes for, what, 64-yard touchdown? You mentioned that Jennings was flying. You were humping it up the sidelines there pretty good. Walk us through that. Anatomy of that call, how'd it come up? What'd you see? Yeah, so, you know, about mid-third quarter, uh, I just went up to tee. You know, our offense and defense had been kind of struggling up to that point, you know, kind of a stalemate. And I was like, man, you know, I just, what do we have that we can use? And is anything live from, from a fake standpoint? And we always worked on a bunch of them. Uh, we were a little nervous of the fact that we had a few injuries on defense and several of those players were on the punt team. And, you know, we just hadn't, if the guys were in there, who actually practiced what? 
So a couple minutes later, he came back. He's like, okay, we have this one available to us. This is, you know, it, it works well what they're doing, and they've shown the look. So, you know, it was basically a two-man deal where Sterling catches and he throws it to Gary, and Gary runs the route. Everybody else does the same. So he's like, okay. So I just, you know, I'll keep it in my back pocket, just kind of figuring out, you know, if I wanted to do it, if I, if I had the, the kahunas. To yeah, I was, I was thinking, I was thinking <laughs> the same exact, I was thinking the same exact <laughs> word. That's, yeah. a, that's a good spot to do it now. That's a tough spot. Like, okay, when is the perfect spot? Yeah. Exactly. So uh, we got into the fourth quarter and there was a drive and we were down three, kind of backed up. And uh, I was like, you know what, this may be the area if something were to go wrong. Well, we actually fumbled. They, re- they get the ball and score. So now they're up nine points, which, you know, in our game, we're still down a score because we can score a touchdown and go for a three-point conversion from the 10 and still tie the game up. So uh, we get the ball back. It's, it's about to be another three and out for us. We're on the, uh, about the 35-yard line. And, again, it's like four minutes left, and I looked at T. He kind of looked over. I gave him a, a head nod. I was like, all right, let's do it. And I kind of turned around nonchalant, acting like I was kind of pissed off about the series and everybody's doing because the punt team's coming on and I'm the worst coach because I don't know how to get our team going and stuff like that. And uh, I turn around and get the snap. They ran exactly what we thought they were going to do. They brought every player, which to me blows my mind. But uh, there's Gary in the open in that ball. I'm sure he's in that's the loneliest place in football when that ball's in the air and nobody's around you. And he snatched it, and bam, he took off. And then I started my little side shuffle and, and got emotional about it and then had some fun. You know, I'm not going to stand there and be a stiff the whole game. I mean, I, I get excited for my players and what they do. And, you know, you only get two and a half, two, and a, uh, two hours and 45 minutes to enjoy this because we do have a fast game. And uh, it was a game changer. You know, it got us in a point where we could go for three and potentially tie it, and which we didn't do, and we were able to get the ball back and, and get ourselves in line for a field goal. And then, of course, you saw the OT. But, yeah, that was an awesome, awesome play. And, um, you know, having the ability to do it because we practice it and the guys being prepared. Again, just feeling the situation. It was a feel thing. And, you know, you pray it works. You have your fingers crossed in your mind that it, it looks the way you want it to. But you really don't know. I mean, right. it could be a disaster and now it looks bad. But, if you don't convert it and it doesn't happen, the game's over. So it was just great. It was good to see. I'm happy for the players. You know, it keeps them in line where they want to be at 6-2. and two, And now we're in a you know, win-and-in situation, which is pretty fun to be in. Well, we can, can't congratulate you enough. Uh, it's been fun to watch, and uh, we wish you guys continued success. And uh, give our, uh, our shout-out to Gary. He was on our podcast uh, just before he entered into the world of pro football. And as you said, a wonderful, wonderful uh, young guy. So congratulations. We're following you, buddy. Hopefully we'll have you on here in the not-too-distant future. No, I appreciate it, guys. Uh, we're playing Seattle Seahaw, uh, excuse me, Seattle Sea Dragons Sunday at 3 o'clock on ESPN. Should be a great game. Uh, two really good teams and uh, looking forward to it. So I appreciate the time, guys. All right, buddy. Be good. See you, man. Right. Take Be care. Well. There he is, Anthony Beck. Huh? He's Perfect. on it. He's on it as always. He's on it. Right? He, he, Everything he's always done, he's on it. He's prepared. He dives in all yes. the way. It, it doesn't surprise me at all, any of his answers there, on how how prepared he was for the different facets. That's exactly who he is. Yep, absolutely. We'll take a break. We invite you to join us. Uh, when we return on the other side, text line is open, 304-TALK-304, 304-TALK-304. More coming up here as we roll ahead on the Tuesday night sitting at Statewide Sports Line. 
The continually rising cost of a college tuition can be a huge burden on a student and their family, particularly here in West Virginia. Metro News Radio Network, along with their other sponsors, are proud to announce the 2023 West Virginia Scholar Program, which will help change the life of a West Virginia family forever. Any high school junior in West Virginia is eligible to apply where you could receive a full scholarship, including four years of room, board, tuition, and fees at West Virginia Wesleyan College one of our state's most prestigious institutions of higher learning. If you have a current junior in high school or know someone who does, go to wvmetronews.com and click on the WV Scholar button to apply now. The application deadline is April 30th. It's easy to apply. Don't miss this opportunity for a full scholarship at one of the best colleges in our state. Apply today at wvmetronews.com. Remember the application deadline is April 30th. If a fire occurred in your home, would your smoke alarms work? Don't wait for a tragedy to find out. Smoke alarms are designed to give you and your family the precious seconds you need to safely escape. Test your smoke alarms every month by pressing the test button until the alarm sounds. Depending on the type of battery in your smoke alarm, you may need to change the batteries at least once a year or whenever the low battery warning chirps, and never remove the batteries for any reason. Remember, having working smoke alarms is not only a good idea, it's the law. A message from the West Virginia State Fire Marshal's Office. With the enactment of several bills this legislative session, unprecedented steps have been taken to stabilize the region's electric grid and boost West Virginia coal. This critical package of legislation will help protect us against calamitous weather events and ensure jobs for our miners and continued economic activity for our communities. While nation's electric system weakens by the day as more coal generators are forced to close and more gas generators and renewables come online. According to regional grid operators, the current pace of new generation may be in sufficient to keep up with expected retirements and demand growth by 2030. In other words, the chickens are coming home to roost, and we now must do all we can to preserve and grow coal-fired electric generation. Thank you, Governor Justice, Senate President Greg Blair, Speaker Roger Hanshaw, and Legislative Coal Caucus members for leading on this critical issue to ensure all West Virginians have 24-7, 365 on-demand electricity to power our lives. A message from the Friends of Coal. Live from the Health Plan Studios, the CityNet Statewide Sports Line returns in two minutes on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Metro News this morning, the biggest stories from around the state of West Virginia. When you want them. Brought to you by Burdett Camping Center. Chris Lawrence at the Anchor Desk. We're ready to get your day started in West Virginia with all the information you need. Carrie Hudasek brings you the day's headlines. State Attorney General Patrick Morrissey says the state has settled with e-cigarette maker Juul for just under $8 million over unfair marketing tactics. Morrissey claims Juul targeted underage users by using influencers and celebrities to promote their products, especially on social media. Kyle Wiggs at the sports desk. After the Easter break, the Mountaineers are back on the practice field. Coach Neil Brown. Now we've had some snap issues. It's repetition. It's all it's all repetition. And so, you know, we work exchanges the very first five minutes of practice every time we practice, regardless of what gear we're in. And Hoppy Kerchival's daily commentary. Metro News This Morning. Brought to you by Burdett Camping Center. Listen where you get your favorite podcasts and online at WVMetroNews.com. 
Weekdays at 3 on Hotline, we talk about what you're talking about in sports, popular culture, tech, and more. We pepper our daily lineup with renowned local and national guests with authoritative perspectives on a wide variety of topics from high school sports to Hollywood and the financial markets. Every day, Coop and I have irreverent discussions with you using texts and tweets, plus our exclusive content like the question of the day in or out in Beer Friday. Metro News Hotline, weekdays on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. What you need to know today is just a click away. WVMetroNews.com has the latest statewide news stories from the capital city to your hometown. Follow your favorite sports teams from high school to the pros. Hunting and fishing information is always on the outdoors page. And never miss your favorite Metro News program with live streams and archived episodes. Wherever you are in the mountain state, the information you need is at WVMetroNews.com. Tonight, sitting at Statewide Sports Line from our Health Plan Studios, the Health Plan providing health coverage options and has been the most trusted carrier for over 40 years. As we said at the start of the uh, show tonight, West Virginia is playing Penn State in baseball in Happy Valley. Let's turn it over now to our scoreboard weather center. Coach Hunter, are you there? Yes, I am. Coach Hunter, what's happening in the Mountaineer Be- baseball beautiful game? Beautiful day here in State College. Um <laughs> Mountaineers are off to a great start. Top of the third, they've scored in every inning and now have a 4-0 lead. Still on the top of the third, two outs, two runners on as the Nittany Lions are making a pitching change. Oh, okay. So, tell you what, man, midweek baseball, you can see some scores. You can see some scores in midweek baseball center. Close it out. Keep stacking wins. Now, did you, when you played – did you guys play midweek? Was that the same same thing? You play one midweek game and then a weekend series? Same yeah, we, we didn't play near the number of games that, that they do here. But, yeah, you try and play during the week and then series on the weekend. You know, I know we concentrate so much on the, the league action on weekends, right? And understand that. But if you remember when West Virginia hosted the NCAA Regional, they were outstanding in midweek games. They were like 10-0, and 0, something like that, in midweek that games. Absolutely. And that got them – all that extra credit and all those rating points that ultimately got them a chance to host an NCAA regional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll keep you updated on that before we go away. Uh, former Mountaineer baseball standout, Alec Manoa, on the Hill this evening. Senator, numbers on him, and realistically, what kind of year can he have? He had, well, it'll be a challenge for him. He's their ace now, right? He moved into the opening day starter, had a tough first game, season debut this year, bounced back tremendously well in his second start against the Kansas City Royals. He went seven innings, didn't give up a run, just gave up one hit, had five strikeouts, did walk four guys, so he's got to get that dialed back here a little bit. Has a chance to be really good tonight against a, a Detroit Tigers team that's struggling early and strikes out a ton, so this is another opportunity for him to go out and pitch well. He can be right there, guys. I mean, he was, remember, he was in that Cy Young discussion last year mm-hmm. late. I mean, all the way through the season, he was in the Cy Young discussion. That's the kind of arm and talent he has so he's just got to be able to back it up this year because here's the difference last year being the first full year in the major leagues now there's tape now there's studying guys have seen him so now it gets a little bit harder for him but his stuff's as good as there is what's your pick tonight 
on the as far as uh, for entertainment purposes only. Six and a half seems a little, little steep, a little bit steep. But there's ways to play that. You could go in and hit a little five or more strikeouts, tie it in with the the uh, Blue Jays money line there, and get it a little bit closer to even money. Some may want to do that. Or some may some may want to do. Some that. may want to do yeah, that. exactly. Texter asked this question. Going back to football, we talked about the Lambert Trophy Eastern Football Supremacy at the start of the show. Anyway, that we can get the PR folks to create a trophy for the Duquesne West Virginia game. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Oh, it's a good I one. guarantee you we could do that. Yeah, we could we could find some. I don't know what you would call that. Um, the I don't know. Duquesne is the Dukes. Dukes and the Mountaineers. And we'll figure it out. We've got one commercial break. We'll figure it out. We'll have an answer for you when we come back. Stay with us. More coming up. More tech questions on the CityNet statewide sports line. With the enactment of several bills this legislative session, unprecedented steps have been taken to stabilize the region's electric grid and boost West Virginia coal. This critical package of legislation will help protect us against calamitous weather events and ensure jobs for our miners and continued economic activity for our communities. The nation's electric system weakens by the day as more coal generators are forced to close and more gas generators and renewables come online. According to regional grid operators, the current pace of new generation may be insufficient to keep up with expected retirements and demand growth by 2030. In other words, the chickens are coming home to roost, and we now must do all we can to preserve and grow coal-fired electric generation. Thank you, Governor Justice, Senate President Greg Blair, Speaker Roger Hanshaw, and Legislative Coal Caucus members for leading on this critical issue to ensure all West Virginians have 24-7, 365 on-demand electricity to power our lives. A message from the Friends of Coal. Think your business is too small to be targeted by hackers? Think again. We all hear about the hacks at big companies, but mostly cyber attacks and ransomware threats hit small businesses like yours. These malicious cyber attacks can have a devastating effect on your business, your customers, and your reputation. There's never been a more important time to secure your business technology. Take the first step and call CityNet, West Virginia's trusted technology partner at 844-CityNet, online at citynet.net. Are you struggling with chronic pain? At the WVU Medicine Center for Integrative Pain Management, we treat the whole person. From back pain and headaches to neuropathy and trauma, we figure out the underlying causes of your pain to develop an individualized plan that provides pain relief and improves your quality of life. Our integrative approach combines the latest medical treatments with behavioral therapy, nutritional counseling, movement therapy, and natural treatments. Visit wvumedicine.org pain. Live from the Health Plan Studios, the CityNet Statewide Sports Line returns in two minutes on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Metro News this morning, the biggest stories from around the state of West Virginia. When you want them. Brought to you by Burdett Camping Center. Chris Lawrence at the Anchor Desk. We're ready to get your day started in West Virginia with all the information you need. Carrie Hudasek brings you the day's headlines. State Attorney General Patrick Morrissey says the state has settled with e-cigarette maker Juul for just under $8 million over unfair marketing tactics. Morrissey claims Juul targeted underage users by using influencers and celebrities to promote their products, especially on social media. 
media. Kyle Wiggs at the sports desk. After the Easter break, the Mountaineers are back on the practice field. Coach Neil Brown. Now we've had some snap issues. It's repetition. It's all it's all repetition. And so, you know, we work exchanges the very first five minutes of practice every time we practice, regardless of what gear we're in. And Hoppy Kerchival's daily commentary. Metro News This Morning. Brought to you by Burdett Camping Center. Listen where you get your favorite podcasts and online at wvmetronews.com. Weekdays at 3 on Hotline, we talk about what you're talking about in sports, popular culture, tech, and more. We pepper our daily lineup with renowned local and national guests with authoritative perspectives on a wide variety of topics from high school sports to Hollywood and the financial markets. Every day, Coop and I have irreverent discussions with you using texts and tweets, plus our exclusive content like the question of the day in or out in Beer Friday. Metro News Hotline, weekdays on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. What you need to know today is just a click away. WVMetroNews.com has the latest statewide news stories from the capital city to your hometown. Follow your favorite sports teams from high school to the pros. Hunting and fishing information is always on the outdoors page. And never miss your favorite Metro News program with live streams and archived episodes. Wherever you are in the mountain state, the information you need is at WVMetroNews.com. West Virginians 50 and older, did you know that you're at a higher risk for getting really sick, staying in the hospital, or dying from COVID, even if you were otherwise healthy or had COVID before? To protect yourself from getting really sick with COVID, stay up to date on your COVID-19 shots. You very well could be due for one right now. Use the due date calculator, vaccinate.wv.gov, to find out if you're due for a shot, or you can call 833 734-0965. That's vaccinate.wv.gov or call toll-free 1-833-734-0965. We're still efforting on a uh, trophy for the uh, West Virginia Duquesne game. Well, considering you also have Pitt and Penn State right in there, maybe you can just go for the WPIL. Uh, let's see, they got six classes now, so that's class seven. So, so someone asked if they still give the Lambert Trophy away. I don't think so. I, I, According I didn't to look that up. a little research, it looked like 20 or 21, yeah. they stopped. Yeah, there's no reference to it. Now, you have to play, recently. You have to play five Eastern teams in order to qualify to be in the balloting. So West Virginia. Now does that mean you, you have to reside in the Eastern time zone? <laughs> no. You wouldn't have to if you play five Eastern teams, right? No, but I mean those. The, what qualifies you as an Eastern team means you're in the Eastern time zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah Eastern okay. time yeah, zone. Sure, but really, so, who does anymore? I mean, you think so? What, none well, of the West ACC Vir- teams do. Will West Virginia play four this year? Central Florida and the three Pennsylvania teams. No, make- I think it's Northeast. It's not just East. Eastern. Uh, I think Senator ruling. I don't know. We'll, well call Miami, the ECAC office. When Miami it. used to be in it, could Miami win it? Yes, they could because they played X number of games against the Eastern teams. Even though Eastern they or Northeast? Win. Well, I mean, those were Northeast teams back in the day when they were playing. So you're saying Miami got in because they were playing Northeast teams? Yes. But so Miami didn't count on your schedule as one of the Eastern opponents if it had to be Northeast? Well, I think the whole league at that point was, I don't know. 
I'm just see you're arguing with me over something I don't know. Hunter's I, fading uh, under cross examination <laughs> here. Hunter, yeah, he cr- bro- we broke that witness yeah. like really, really quick. Hunter, yeah, well, man, yeah, I'm guilty. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I did, and I killed her. Oh. <laughs> All right, fine, I did it. I didn't vote for the Eastern team. Fine, admit it. So yeah. King of Ironside. Yeah. Uh Texter says, I chuckled out loud when Hunter told Tony, you're too young to remember the <laughs> Ironside trophy. Yeah, that is. And nowadays, anyone tells me I'm too young. Uh, Texter says, winning the Lambert trophy created the best sweatshirts of that era. That led to all of the Beast of the East gear. Awesome time to be a Mountaineer fan. Remember the Beast of the East? Yeah, sure. Used to show up. Beast of the East used to show up in when, games. Yeah. I mean, it was an actual person. person. Yeah. Not just a t-shirt might have been related to the mothman i don't know <laughs> relative i mean do you think he might have been relative uh, relative uh, you know to the mothman he just kind of showed up don't start <laughs> about time people doing rap songs about the mountaineers about the same era the same era texter says regarding anthony becht this guy's the right kind of crazy to be a good head coach <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think he is. I mean, in the, in the nicest sense of the word, right? Texter, speaking of tight ends, do you all think that Neil Brown has to utilize the tight end to be successful this year with the running game? When has that position had production to matter? It has been a while. Well, there's no doubt it, it needs to this year. Um, you know, it hadn't been that long ago. Um Trayvon Wesco was a really mm-hmm. good overall Quality. tight yeah. end four or five years ago, right before Neil, mm-hmm. in, into the uh, end of Dana's era. So, I mean, it has has been, but, you know, there haven't been a lot of guys between. But between Cole Taylor, uh, and I think, you know, you watch him more and more like him. Mentioned Will Dixon as a redshirt freshman this year, and then uh, Traylon Davis, who's more blocker than receiver but improving as a receiver. The other two, though, were definitely pass-catching tight ends. But I, you know what, Greg? Had, had Laughlin not gone through injuries absolutely. every year, I, I don't know that we would have said that last part no, of that text. You're right. right. I think we would be talking about Michael Laughlin as one of the better tight ends in this league because they tried to use him. He yep. just couldn't play enough games couldn't to be a healthy. factor season long. Fair? Very good. Very fair. Yeah. And it's, it's unfortunate because he did have the overall skills uh, to take over for Wesco yeah. and be a similar type player. Just couldn't stay healthy. Texter asks, who is the big Hugs is trying to get? Who is the big that well, Hugs is trying to get? a bunch of them. bunch of them. Kansas State kids out, supposedly linked to West Virginia. Uh, Hughley from Pitt linked to West Virginia. Now uh, the big from Syracuse has just went into the portal. Uh, who averaged a double-double. Double-double. Um, link- 6'11". Right, yeah. he's six eleven. We, yeah. we mentioned anybody who's gone in the portal. West Virginia has made a phone call to. Well, I mean, you're not getting them all. Yeah, we'll West see ultimately, Vir- which one? West Virginia. You're saying West Virginia's not shy to reach out, and make contact. Like sometimes this time of the season, you know, it's prom date time, right? You know, like old old school guys would get a little concerned, a little nervous, wouldn't want to make that call. Mountaineer basketball office doesn't seem to have any trepidation whatsoever. They'll make the call. They've asked the entire senior class out. <laughs> and they just said, now it's just simply who wants to answer first. We've asked all you. First one in. You know how we know we're getting the date to the prompt? Because we're asking everybody. 
And whoever says Which yes. Which I like. Good. They should be on Well, everybody. that's what you always say. I, right. There's talent out there. Go get it. They're doing a great job with that. They're not going to get all those. They can't have all those. Keep asking. It's I think like it's like selling great. a house. All you need is one. But just keep going. Keep asking. Back again tomorrow. See you all. Sitting at Statewide Sports Line over and out. From the Health Plan Studios, the CityNet Statewide Sports Line is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.